Hello, this is Danielle Freitag with Jenna DeYoung, Real Talk Podcast, encouraging faith and inspiring restoration, sharing tips, tools, and talk. We're exploring a biblical worldview that empowers and prompts faith in action. Jenna and I are super, super excited for this topic and have so many fun stories you guys are going to want to hear, and it may bring up things for you as you hear these stories. So I was just asking Jenna because uh, we were on a trip together in 2016 and she was able to tell me the date. It was the question I asked her, when was this trip? We went out to the Black Hills together in 2016. And and, and I said, Jenna, do, you know, do you remember what, what date and what did you say? I said, that's crazy because I was actually thinking about that trip this week, like literally just two days ago. <laughs> yes. Do you want to share the other part? No, no. What, what part? <laughs> about Leo. Oh yeah. Cause that I, the only way that I was able to remember what year it was is because Leo was conceived on that trip. There you go. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so the reason that's, that's, that's good. You remember like I, I, it's interesting because, okay. Our topic today is, is called the school of the spirit and you guys are going to love this. We, we both John and I have so many stories. So the reason I was thinking about that. So here's, here's what happened. So when we were in the black Hills together, we went out for dinner um, we went, uh, I, I don't remember what was the town called? Oh, um, I know. I can't remember. So, can't remember so it was a real like little touristy town and they had like different bars and different things like that. And we went into, you remember, okay. So we went into this, uh, restaurant, if you will, but it was a bar as well. You know, there's a bar area and we sat down at the table and, um, you know, just started, uh, ordering kind of just hanging out. And I started to feel like I was drunk. Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't drinking alcohol. I'm, you guys know my story for those listening. I'm sober. Um, so I start feeling this intoxication come over me and it, it's kind of alarming. And I'm like, feeling kind of oozy and just what is happening. And so what I, I messaged my prayer mama. So this is really cool. You guys, Jenna and I both have the same prayer mama. Right. And I messaged her and I told her, I was like, you know, this is what's going on. And she was like texting me as we're all sitting at this table. And she was like telling me what to do and just like sending me scriptures about just staying grounded. And I remember sitting at that table and I was like, you know, under my breath, like Jesus, 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 like, and just like fo- getting my focus on the Lord. So then I get up and I, I go into the ladies room and I'm still kind of feeling this. And there's a woman in the ladies room who is super, super, super intoxicated. I mean, she was so drunk that she had like half of her top on. I mean, she, and I just, it's like I had picked up on a spirit of intoxication. And Ruthie said, it's not you, Danielle. 
the, you're not drunk. You are discerning the spirit that is at work. And then come to find out this was an old brothel. <laughs> so it, not only were we, you know, it was an old brothel. Mm. So I was just picking up on all this stuff. And I remember Jenna just sitting at that table. I was like, you know, saying scriptures in my mind. And like, I kept saying Jesus at the table just to, it's like speaking out in that moment, like who I'm rooted in and getting my mind on Christ. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's out of Romans, uh, Romans 12, two says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God? What is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God? There was a discernment moment, right? And so I know you have stories, Jenna. I've got a few more stories, but I just want to throw it back to you and just any comments you have. And I know you remember this and I've, I've got a several more stories, but what do you think about that? Yeah. I remember that now that you're, now that you're talking about it, I remember that. And I remember walking into this place and I remember like looking at the pictures on the walls and just getting this sense of like just heaviness or, or just like, um, something's not right. Or like, it, it was just something, you know, like there was definitely an oppression over that. Um, you know, because we all carry atmospheres, you know, and one of the things that the Lord has really been talking to me about is how, um, even in like the darkest places, even in some of the most, um, oppressed places, his spirit, his light is powerful, you know? And so I I love that term school of the spirit. I remember just Ruthie telling me, Jenna, you're, I would call her with something like Ruthie, what's going on? And she'd be like, you're in the school of the spirit. (laughs) You're in the school of the the spirit. That's right. Yep. He's teaching you and he's training you. And I want to talk about this because, and I want to read some scripture out of this because, you know, for me, when I became and surrendered my life to the Lord and made Jesus, the Lord of my life, I, um, went through this, um, moment of surrender, you know, and started going to Bible studies for the first time started, you know, learning and having that relationship with God. Um, but there was like this lack, like there was this, like, I felt like I was constantly failing. I was reading the word. I was reading about the fruits of the spirit. And I was like, man, I am not, this is not how I'm acting. This is not, I don't feel this, you know? And so for me, it was when the Holy spirit came, um, upon me, you know, just like in acts, you know, the Holy spirit comes upon us and we can get baptized, you know, um, in the Holy ghost, we can get baptized, um, by the spirit. And at that point, I remember my whole life changed. It was like the most, and it continues to be the most intimate time, you know, that I had with the Lord. And this is when the Lord began to breathe into me, my identity revealing, um, the authority that we have as sons and daughters, you know, on this earth. And, um, I was just reading, I just have scripture pulled up here in John 14, um, 16. And it says the role of the spirit. And I will ask the father and he will give you another helper, a comforter, an advocate, an intercessor, a counselor, a strengthener, a standby to be with you forever. 
okay, to be with you forever. And forever is huge because the Holy Spirit never left, you know, and if the Holy Spirit never left, um, the things that were prompted and done by the Holy Spirit in the Bible are still relevant to today. So forever is huge there. Um, and it says the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. So you have to be someone who has declared Jesus as your Lord and savior and have surrendered your life to Jesus, whom the world cannot receive and take to its heart because it does not see him or know him, but you know him because he, the Holy spirit remains with you continually and will be with you. I will not leave you as orphans, comfortless, bereaved and helpless. I will come back to you. And so, um, that is the role of the Holy spirit. And I just remember like my life got flipped upside down. I did a complete 180. The Holy spirit came, he did this big work. And that's when I entered into the, the, the school of the spirit. You know, I, I would describe it as I went through like, you know, like every once in a while, like having these Holy spirit moments to just this daily Holy spirit walk, this daily communion, this daily comforter, counselor, advocate, all of those things. And yes. so, um, yeah. Do you have something to say? Cause I have a story, but yes. go ahead. no, it's so good. I'm just connecting with it. And I, I can't wait to hear this story. We, we, we're you guys, as you can hear, we're just super excited about this topic because there's so many things like we've each had some pretty wild things happen. And, and truly it's like, when you, when you get filled with the Holy spirit, you come into relationship with Jesus, these things happen. And I mean, yeah. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to pause my story. I want to hear yours. Go okay. for it. Well, one of the things that I love about the spirit is, is, um, you know, uh, you know, you were just talking about, you know, discernment and, and judgment. And so for me, I feel like I'm, I'm in this place where, okay. So we were just in Portland and I'm, this could be such a long story and I'm not going to make it a long story. So I'm going to try and tighten it up as much as I can, but like, here's like an example. We booked a hotel over Expedia, uh, went to Portland. We were there for this amazing, you know, gathering of believers and Holy spirit was moving. It was amazing. But so we ordered, we booked our hotel, um, on Expedia and we didn't know that we booked our hotel, like in, the ghetto of Portland. Um, and I remember before we left for Portland, I saw this like news image about how crime was up by 533% in the city of Portland. They defunded the police at one point there, like, um, crazy. Right. And so we roll up to this hotel and I was like, uh, yeah, I'm not staying here. <laughs> like my personal judgment was like, this is not safe. I <laughs> get me out of here, get me out of here. But then what I did was I was like, Holy Spirit, what do you say? And the Holy Spirit said, Jenna, even in the darkest places, my spirit is heavy. My spirit is present. I want you to be a light in the dark place. And I was like, okay, we doing this? Like, okay, Holy Spirit, here we go. And so we submitted to the leading and the guiding of the Holy Spirit. And we stayed in this place. Um, you know, I went through this experience where when I got home, I actually ended up calling into 911 and spoke to the, the PD, uh, the police department of Portland. Um, they called me really quick and we had literally been in an area where there was um, trafficking happening. There yep. was like, like for sure trafficking like, happening, like sure. all the signs, everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everything. 
And the Lord by the Holy Spirit led me, you know, that, you know, the gal working at the hotel, she knew she was in on it, um, revealed the guy to me, the women, and then actually the room that we were put in, um, like, this is going to sound wild and crazy, but like the word revealed to us, like there was possibly like a murder in our room. Like, I know that sounds crazy. And obviously we got a different room, but through discernment, I remember as soon as we walked into that room, I was like, get me out of here. Like, I can't stand this. And I went to another room where my friends were staying and there was peace there. And I was like, something's going on here, you know? And we like literally by the prompting, I mean, we found blood. We found the front door that was broken by the crowbar. There was a window missing. There was, you know, smoke detectors ripped off. Obviously drugs were being done in that room. Um, there was a chemically smell that was used to clean things that we found a handprint, a bloody handprint, literally on the door. Every time I hear this now, cause I've heard, cause we've, cause you've shared it a couple of times. I, I feel it. Like I feel the weight of this. So it was the spirit, like the school of the spirit, but then there was the physical actual, like there were things that, that actually were there that showed mm-hmm. what, and he, what could have led me to those things. And I yeah. was, you know, cause they were like, when we first came into the room, I didn't notice them. But yeah. Like led me and showed me and I was like, Oh my gosh. But yeah. Anyways, after talking to the PD, like the police officer was like, uh, yeah, I would never recommend anyone to stay in that area. And it was really cool though, because the Lord used it. He protected us. Yeah, you know? he did. Yes. All on God as our protector. And we dwell in God. Psalm 91 is a promise to us, you know, and we were able to, you know, minister to, um, a prostitute one night and probably uh, I'm going to correct you. So a woman being prostituted, being exploited. Yeah. 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 And so she like came up to our car one night and we fed her, we gave her food and we prayed over her. And I feel like, um, yeah, to be that light in a dark, like we don't have to be scared, you know, like, what are we scared of? Who can come against God almighty? You know what I mean? Like who, <laughs> I mean, I'm not like running into danger if the Holy Spirit doesn't tell me to, but if he tells me to, Psalm 91 is our promise. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I love it. Roar. It makes me it makes me want to like do the roar. Like Becca yeah. Shea has this song about about um about the lion and just in the roar. And, and when I hear you share this, like I feel there's this right. What do we have to be afraid of? It's Christ in us. And he showed you guys. I, I think that story is wild. I also believe it's like a level up of discernment. Like you helped law enforcement. You don't know what, I mean, what could come about from this, but that the Lord showed you. And I love that story because you, at first you were like, okay, I don't want to stay here, but you submitted to the Holy spirit, like Holy spirit. And if you hadn't, it would have been missed, mm-hmm. you know? And so that, that is such a great story in any moment, in any situation, Holy spirit, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Holy spirit, what are you doing? I want to partner with you. And Mm -hmm. so I'm, I, and I'm with you, Jenna, like, I'm so grateful for the Holy spirit. My life changed dramatically when I got filled with the Holy spirit. Right. Mm -hmm. And oh my gosh, like, as you were sharing too, I was just thinking of different stories, like, from Corey and I being in Israel to having this experience where I was discerning things that were happening. And I, I I was with Ruthie, Ruthie was with us at that time. And I actually really had to pull them aside and we ended up praying together. 
Um, but then also one more example, some of the well, best stories of my life and of our life are like with the Holy spirit, right? Yes. 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 The best things, you know, it is the best. And it's not, it's not always like the not so good. So like, you know, like when we were at the call, um, Ruthie and Corey and I were trying to find somewhere to eat. This was just another thing that happened. Like I put, I put one foot into this restaurant area and I, and I felt that intoxication. And again, I'm like, we're not going to eat here. And I didn't, I didn't want to sit there and experience that, but I believe again, it is the school of the spirit. Not that I was drunk, but I was picking up on a spirit of intoxication. Um, it's that spirit of pharmacia, right? Um, here's a good, right. Which is witchcraft. Exactly. Which is witchcraft. Oh my gosh. I have to share one more story. Okay. Speaking of witchcraft. So, (laughs) so some of you will connect with this and Jenny, you will remember this. Do you remember the year that my book was about to be released? My first book, I came into contact with somebody I'm, you know, I'm showing honor here. Obviously I'm not going to say who it is, but I came into contact with somebody and it was just a difficult relationship, whatever. I'm not going to go into all the details, but I literally was dealing with the spirit of Jezebel. So if you guys, maybe you've heard this, like this was a real deal spirit of Jezebel. I'm not going into all the details because I remember this. You remember this? I mean, this was, and I, you know, I talked to you about it. I talked to Ruthie about it and just really had to, oh my goodness. I talked to, I, yeah, I talked to a few people and just like, how do I get through this? You know, truly, because who was it in scripture? Was it Ahab who, well, it was Jezebel and then the prophet who, well, Elijah, was it Elijah who ran away from Jezebel? I think so. That I think good. so. We should know this story. I don't know it perfectly off the top of my head. This is real life. I'm just really being honest, you guys. Um, but I remember reading some different things and really just having to get into the word and set boundaries um, with this person. It was interesting because when I stopped associating with and actually talked to an elder too with, with Ruthie, um, it, it went away. Like it, it, it actually stopped. So there's times where the Lord will bring discernment to you to not enter into relationship with somebody. It doesn't mean that person is bad. Everybody is made in the image of God, but it, it, it does mean, cause there are spiritual things at work. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, before I got filled with the Holy spirit, um, when I was working in a strip club, when I was addicted to drugs, were there other things, demonic influences, influencing my life. Absolutely. And that was, I remember going through a whole spiritual detox, um, literally a spiritual detox and getting, then getting filled with the Holy spirit. So, um, one of the good, good things I wanted to share, I mean, it's, this is all good, but again, is the school of the spirit, but, um, writing my, writing my book, I spent time up at our family cabin and I was up, up North for two and a half, three weeks on my own. And I just remember it being the sweetest time with the Lord. And I had a moment where I walked outside and I noticed how like the trees were swaying and just everything. I, I, I had a moment where it was like, am I in heaven? Like I experienced the Holy spirit in just a really beautiful way where it was God was in everything, the trees, the way that they were moving, they were worshiping. I mean, it was just, it was so amazing. And so while we have these discerning experiences of discerning spirits, 
there is this like next level, incredible presence of Jesus. I mean, just to, to truly experience and walk in relationship with him, there's nothing like it. There's nothing, nothing like it. Like if you don't know Jesus, he, he loves you and he wants to know you. (laughs) He does know you. He wants you to know him. So all that to say, I know we had several stories. I want to read one more scripture verse to you guys. Um, So, so, so first John four, one says, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God for many false prophets have gone out into the world. So, so check this out. And and I'm going to just read this here is that Christian faith is not gullibility. Okay. Christian faith is not being gullible, right? The unseen spiritual influence that, that guides people's speech and actions can be tested by observing their doctrine and conduct as well as by the gift of spiritual discernment. So spiritual discernment is actually a gift. Um, first Corinthians 12, 10 and 14, 29. Uh, I'm going to skip ahead here. I want to read this. So in today's age, And this is, you guys, with everything that's going on in the world right now, right? In today's age of tolerance, discriminating discernment can be viewed as being judgmental, right? But Jesus actually taught us um, in John 7, 24, do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. So we're actually called to make a judgment. This is good. This is not good. Um, It reminds me of Deborah, the prophetess Deborah, right? She was the first, I believe, first woman judge of Israel, and people brought disputes to her in order for her to judge something. So this judgment that you're talking about, I I feel like it's important to bring up is that it's like a judgment for ourselves. It's not judgment over the other person for them, like judge someone and tell them and condemn them. And it's it's more of a judgment for us, like to use the a discernment, a judgment. Is this someone I should engage with? Is this somewhere I should go? You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's such a, it's such a good point because they can get mixed up. I hear so oftentimes like, you know, stop like not judging, but we're actually called to discern between something being holy or wicked. I mean, really? And so, um, yeah, definitely good to bring that up. Do you have, there's, there's so many scriptures. Do you have any other scriptures or points, Jenna? I have two that I wanted to bring up. And so one is in Proverbs three, which we've talked I've talked about before, but it talks about trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions with all of your heart, rely on him to guide you. Okay. So that's something in the school of the spirit is, is a lot of times we have to lay down our opinions. We have to lay down, like in that story I just shared, I had to lay down my opinion. I had to lay down what I thought and I had to trust the Lord, you know, and it says, and he will lead you in every decision you make, become intimate with him in whatever you do. And he will lead you wherever you go and think for a moment that, you know, don't think for a moment that, you know, it all for wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. Then you will find the healing refreshment, your body and spirit long for. And so that was one. And, and what it was that I wanted to point out was, is that like, we have to lay down 
another version says, lean not on your own understanding, but acknowledge God in all of your ways and all of your thinking. And so that is something important um, to remember when we are being schooled by the spirit. <laughs> this is that like we have to lay down, you know, our opinions. And then one other thing, because I believe this is the time um, that we are in for the church and it's the new covenant. OK, and so this is in Hebrews eight. And I'm going to start at verse 10. And this is like my favorite. This gets me so fired up because this is what I personally have experienced. Um, you know, for me, when I, like I said, when I surrendered my life to the Lord, I would have my Bible out and I'd be reading it and I would be so confused. Like I could not, I remember calling Ruthie and being like, Ruthie, I think something's wrong with me because I can't just read the Bible and understand it. Like something's wrong with me. And it wasn't until I got filled with the Holy spirit and he showed up in my weakness and he began to reveal the word to me. And so I want to read this. This is the new covenant for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days says the Lord, I will imprint my laws upon their minds, even upon their innermost thoughts and understanding and engrave them upon their hearts, affecting their regeneration and I will be their God and they shall be my people. And it will not be necessary for each one to teach his fellow citizen for each one, his brother saying, know by experience, have knowledge of the Lord. So this is like the school of the spirit. The Lord is teaching us by experience. Um, for all will know me by experience and have knowledge of me from the least to the greatest of them for I will be merciful and gracious towards their wickedness wickedness and I will remember their sins no more when God speaks of a new covenant he makes the first one obsolete and whatever is becoming obsolete out of use annulled and growing old is ready to disappear so I love that knowing God by experience it's the most beautiful like wouldn't trade it for the world it's like an honor it's like humbling it's like just it's such a beautiful thing. And I believe that this is what the, where the church is at, that the church is being awakened to this. The church is being, you know, is knowing God by experience. You know, it's, we're entering into, you know, think of like the, a glorified Zion. So many things that I think of, <laughs> like, you know, um, do you have any other stories? Where were we at for time here? I feel like no, I think that's so good. I'm just, I love it. It's so good. It, it is where we're at, where the Lord is bringing us in this, in, a, in an awakening, right. And to be awake to his, his presence and his leading. And I always think, especially with everything going on, you know, we're, we're in the world, but we're not of the world, right. Our lives as followers of Jesus are to look different. Um, and, and when there's that mix, when you look at someone's life and you're not sure, like that's, I, it's like the Lord is bringing us out of a lukewarm where our lives are supposed to look different. Yeah. And as our lives look different, we're making a, a discernment and a judgment that I'm not going to enter into relationship with, um, this, or I'm not going to do this or, oh, this is good. This is holy, right? Um, this is something that is good and pleasing. I want my life to honor God in everything I do from my marriage to mothering, to the way I conduct my finances, everything. And thank goodness that the Holy spirit is the greatest helper. And so something that I think as we close out, Jenna is just you know, truly magnifying, right. The Holy spirit 
that, especially for those listening, if you don't know, if you have the Holy spirit, um, you would know if you have the Holy spirit. (laughs) So just want to encourage that the Holy spirit is for everybody. And, um, and just pray that you would come to know him and, um, allow the leading of Holy spirit, because again, and there's nothing like it. And in John 14, which we bring up a lot, it seems like in real talk, uh, our real talk podcast, but in John 14, Jesus promises that he will give the great counselor, which is the Holy spirit. And so that's really hey, all I, I got yesterday. I shared this yesterday and I just want to read this. Um, it's in John 15 and it says, if you remain in me and my mm-hmm. words remain in you, that is if we are vitally united, so vitally united. So if we are vitally united with father God, with Jesus through the Holy spirit. So the word vitally, I remember I looked that up and it was like, we can't do life without it. And that's just where I'm at. Like, I'm like, I wake up every morning and I'm just like, Lord, I do not want to do this day without you. Like Holy spirit. Like I've, I've come to this realization how like, I am literally, um, there's, I, I can't do anything apart from the Holy spirit. Like I so just need the Holy spirit. Um, but it just says, um, the, the last part of that is ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My father is glorified and honored by this when we bear much fruit and prove ourselves to be his true disciples. And so it's just, really beautiful. it's beautiful. It's that. so beautiful. I love it. It's so good. I think that's such a good place to, to wrap it up. I love this topic. We could expound on this, expand yeah. on this even more. Um, so with that, that's a wrap.